How are we doing, everybody? It is Jeff Hoke here with Chris Henrique and Jamie Gatlin, and we are back for yet another episode of Shorthand It Takes, a Boston Bruins podcast brought to you by Beyond the Monster. Thank you to Chris and Jamie for taking over for me last week as uh, I was out with, don't really know what it was, but I was out with something. Uh, but, you know, I'm back now. We're good to go, ready to go. Uh, thank you to Evan Marinovsky for coming on last week and uh, talking for an hour with the boys. Uh, whether it was about Thanksgiving dinner or holidays or whatever the hell y'all wanted it to be about, we talked for an hour about it. But you know, hey, it, it's all that matters. Chris, uh, Chris, how you doing? You were just talking to us about your little uh, sore, sore going on right now, a little soreness. Yeah, yeah, I got massaged. Did you get the Robert Kraft uh, experience? Uh, yeah. Well, no. Um, if if this is what Kraft got, I don't know how he was walking around. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I took a, the mirror and I was looking in the other mirror and I like I I think her fingerprints are on my my back right now. Like, so I just love how that started out with I was massaged. It's like straight straight <laughs> to the point. Whoa, my my lower back. I told you. My, my, not even not even I was abused. Just I was massaged. My, it my sounds more hurts. like he was abused than being Maybe massaged. That. Everything hurts. He didn't really give us a ringing endorsement for uh, whatever uh, massage place he went to. So, um, you know, or massage in general at that point. I mean, deep tissue massages are scary, dude. I didn't ask for a deep tissue. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Uh, I think I found a new name for our episode, the Robert Kraft Experience. Honestly, people would be drawn in. Who's ever listening to this? You're probably drawn in because of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't see why not. But you know what else we're drawn, drawn into? Probably talking about the Bruins a little bit. Good point. good point. Jamie, first of all, how are you doing out there? Are you, are you sore or are you, you good? I mean, I mean, I worked out today, so I guess I'm not like the same level of soreness. I mean, I'm just happy the boys are back. You know, I have a little gripe with the NHL with scheduling two games this week. But, you know, it's kind of like make it make sense. Other than that, I'm doing dandy. Yeah, gonna let's make some nice gonna make some nice mac and cheese later. It's gonna be great. Let's dive right into the, your your complaint because you and I were talking a little bit before this, and I've I've you know I've always had a gripe with how the NHL does their scheduling, and today they have today on the day of recording, uh, this release is released on Tuesday, but uh, two games today, eight thirty and ten, I believe, or something like that. I know it's the Islanders and um, the Islanders and Oilers. And then whoever else is that late game, I don't remember 100%. Either way, um, they have days where they have two games and they do 14 games and they do four games and they do two games and they do 13 games. And, you know, sometimes they do 10 games here and there. And Jamie, what was it? You said next week for the holiday, what was it? Yeah, so it's like we have two games this week, four games next week, and then the last week of November, Columbus, that Tuesday, or that Monday on the 27th, and then the Sharks on Thursday. And that's the only that's the only games they have the last week of November. Yeah, it seems to be that you know the NHL doesn't do a very good job marketing to their uh, fans very well. Let alone they put they do put a game on ESPN Plus strictly on ESPN Plus and Hulu uh, and many other things. Chris, what do you uh, think about the way the schedule is uh, this year? And I mean, same thing last year too. I guess December was a brutal schedule stretch for the Bruins, but still. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I come up with really like for next week though is more of maybe they're 
banking on like people are going to not be working as much. Yeah. Aren't we already like Thanksgiving next weekend? Yeah, I know. It's fucking yeah. nuts. So, are they playing Black Friday this year or not? That I don't know. They do. They play Detroit at one o'clock. Jesus Christ. How many times are going to play this? Is Detroit away? Away in the first of the fucking year? Holy shit. Seems like they play yeah. Detroit every other fucking game right now. Another yeah. raw with that, but it's just weird to weird to think. Uh, let's dive into it a little bit here, Rod. Chris, I'll talk, I'll ask you uh uh two games between uh Tuesday and last Tuesday and today, and that was the Islanders who they beat five to two, and then we'll get into the overtime loss to the Canadians uh the other day, um, and now they uh you know go back tomorrow now they play Buffalo, so um Chris what what's your take on the uh, Islanders game? I mean, tough Islanders team that usually plays tough, slows down the game quite a bit, ended up winning 5-2. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of hard for where the season's kind of gone. Um, yeah, they do. The Islanders do play the Bs pretty tough every time, but um, I just, you know, when the Bruins, one, can stay out of the penalty box, um, they seem to be rather successful in that respect. Um, and they're still getting some really good contributions from a bunch of different people all, all, all over the ice. So um, in that respect, the Islanders game, the, the Canadians one was a little more of a letdown really because of the fact that I hate losing to Montreal. Um, they are better um, than what, yeah, I think we want to give them credit for. Um, so, I mean, it, Tough loss at the end of the day. I, I was impressed, though, with uh, Swayman kind of losing his mind a little bit in that game. Um, you know, and uh, I think that's something to where, you know, try to get, you know, get the guys going a little bit. Literally every single Bruins uh, female fan on Twitter was losing their mind over that one play. And the look he gave uh, Gallagher afterwards just melted every single Female Bruins fan, a lot right of moist panties. Yeah, a lot of moist panties. Um, you know what? But, hey, uh, hey, I I can't blame him. I mean, look, he's he's fucking. Uh, he's a, he's a good looking dude. I won't I won't lie. I'm not just I saying that because he went to Maine. Well. I was moist as well, but um, I gotta <laughs> say though, it is it is it is good to see when it's not all the time you see a goalie kind of try to mix it up like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it, just try to get the guys going. Um didn't ultimately work they ended up losing the game but um but so just showing why he should be goalie one and will be goalie one um and deserves and the extension the second that that can uh, officially happen uh jamie i'll ask you uh the montreal game uh lost in overtime uh just looked lethargic all around it looked the best I, I didn't watch much of that game uh, i was watching uh college hockey, uh, main hockey that day. So I wasn't able to watch. I, I caught, I, I turned the TV on as they won in overtime. So, you know, I, I I'll, I'll take some blame for them winning in overtime. So I apologize for that. But uh, what was your take on that Montreal game? I mean, Swamy looked fine. First loss of the season for him, but you know, just all around, just, yeah, it didn't look very good all around. Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely looked lethargic. Um, I think it was the first game this year that they scored less than three goals. Um, so, you know, the offense wasn't there as we've been accustomed to. 
Um, I feel like especially after the Islanders, when we saw Coyle get his first hat trick, and we saw a lot of guys kind of contribute, they fell a little flat against Montreal. Those games are going to are gonna happen. It sucks, like Chris said, when it happens against your arch rival. Uh, but it was just one of those one of the few games this year when I feel like they just came out of the gate. They didn't look good. Um, I feel like they were a little lucky to kind of get that to overtime and at least get a point. You know, so it wasn't the ending that they wanted, but at least they're able to salvage, you know, something from it with a point there. Yeah, so now they head into uh, Buffalo uh, for their next game. And okay. Buffalo, just... you, you good, man? Are you good down there? <laughs> I think Chris is so sore he, he can't get up right now. We've reached the portion <laughs> of the soreness. I just, I literally just, I just fucking fell. <laughs> I put my leg up on the counter and I was kind of trying to stretch. And then I went to go remove it and just tumbled. Yeah. <laughs> uh... You need one of those uh those necklaces that you can hit the button on and you can uh call nine one one immediately. Life alert. Life alert. You need a life alert. God, right on the hip. Oof. Well, anyway, uh, while Chris recovers from uh, what the hell just happened down there, um, so as I was saying, the Sabers uh they they play they head to Buffalo uh that it would be Chris's mortal enemy uh in the Buffalo Sabers. I mean, not my enemy. No, 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 not my enemy. I just, you spent the last 10 years picking either first through fifth. You have all of this young elite talent. And then now this fan base assumes that greatness is owed to them because they have all this really good young talent, but yet none of this young talent has, it's going to, what happened to Jack Eichel, right? Great young talent. You traded him. Buffalo is going to continue to just get these young kids, but until they go into the postseason and they advance and win in the postseason, I'm not going to take them seriously. They're, literally, I, I go and sometimes I'll go and I'll type in Sabres Twitter, and I've never seen a group of people who just feel that so much is now owed to them because they have such a good young core group of people. By the way, the Vesna reigning trophy winner, you let him walk for nothing. That's all. Get, and not- the whole Patrick Kane stuff, please. please. Oh, we'll dive into that in a second. That's why I was trying. I was going to segue into that. So that was the perfect, uh, perfect tell. But yeah, they play. They play the Sabers next. So, uh, I think they only have one loss after, uh, coming after a loss in like the last season. Uh, dating back to last season. So. Uh, their chances are pretty good that they win uh, tomorrow. And, I mean, Sabres haven't been playing great. Uh, you know, Cliffy, shot. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffy Hockey is uh, the only guy that, you know, he, he's been kind of uh, – it, it's funny to see – it's funny to see the, uh, what the Sa- – what we were talking about with uh, Clifton the whole time with the Bruins, now shifting over to Buffalo. You know, all the complaints about Clifton and how, you know, he's – He's slow. He doesn't get there quick enough, and all that stuff. It's just funny. Uh, funny to see uh, other fan bases see what we saw after you know we had to bear witness to it the last four years. So, before I get into uh, that next part, though, I do want to ask. Uh, I was reading Twitter today, and there was another podcast I was recording today. I'm going to steal one of their questions, um, but I want to know how do we make it so we no longer have to have Ian Mitchell and or Patrick Brown on this team. Jamie, I'll start with you. Um, 
That's a good question. Um, Dean, keep Steen up. You know, if you guys don't have a big Oscar Steen guy, let's just keep him up for the rest of the year. Um, I guess just don't, Jim, just don't play them. I mean, <laughs> like, that's my easy answer to that. I mean, I mean we've talked about on this pod, they just, they don't, like, they don't bring anything that excites you. It's not even that, they just suck. Yes, they, that, they, they straight, they suck. Patrick Brown. And this is more of on Patrick Brown than as Ian Mitchell. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know how Patrick, you know Patrick Brown is. It's like Ryan Brazier. He has, yeah, he has something on Don Sweeney that we don't know about. Just like Ryan Brazier had something on then High and Bloom, um, and all that yada yada. But Patrick Brown just absolutely is just trash. The only reason we talked about this, the only reason he's there is because he was a he's a Boston kid. He's from Massachusetts. Same thing with Shattenkirk. I mean, Shattenkirk has been terrible, but. You know, he hasn't been sure. fucking fantastic either. Ian Mitchell is just Ian Mitchell's Ian Mitchell. I don't know. I don't know what we can... need to do for Brown. We need to find out how to change his place of resonance, right? We need to get the whole boss connection. We need to we need to swap that. We need to find a distant <laughs> relative who's from maybe like Bolivia. North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota, California, you know, you know, and tell Sweeney that, right? Maybe that helps. You I know? mean, maybe. I, I I don't know what will help anymore, Chris. You what, what's gonna what's gonna help get fucking Patrick Brown and Ian Mitchell off this team? They should be seventh defensemen. They shouldn't be playing as much. But unfortunately, the McAvoy suspension threw the wrench into that. I don't really get why um, Lowry is up and down. He's kind of taking the uh, shuttle back and forth to Providence. So. That, I guess, a little puzzling to me as to why he doesn't really get a longer look. I mean, they've done it with uh, the other kid on offense, so I don't get why they're not going to do it with him. I mean, you know, my feelings with Grizzly, he's out. But, you know, when when you have ops-injured players on your roster, then the seventh defenseman who should be watching up, you know, in the rafters is going to get to play. Um, I prefer Ian Mitchell over, um, but. Oh, 100%. I mean, at the end of the day, they should be the, the one of those two guys should be a seventh defenseman. They should only be playing here or there, maybe a rando day off. Um, I like to just see Mason up here more. I think that, you know, yeah, you got to try to protect him, but you also got to let him play too. I mean, we've seen that he can, that he he's can looked play. fine when he's up here. He's he's good. Up. He has three, three points in three games, right? Or in four games. Yeah. And then literally the, the, game, the game day after they sent him down for a paper transaction. So I, to me, I'd rather see him up here, rather him get the time. Um, I don't want him sitting. He should be playing, obviously. Um, but I mean, look at Derek Forbar. I don't think Derek Forbar should be on the team either right now. But I mean, you have to have him. You have I to think, have him. But I think Forbar though has played okay. I mean, has he played great? No. Has he played good? No. I think he's just been okay. But well, you're the back he... end of the de- defense anyway, so you don't really need to play fantastic. To... I mean, you yeah. can get by with him being okay because he's healthy, and that's what you're looking for. I mean, yeah. until Matt Grizzly can show that he can that he can be healthy, I'm sorry. Like I just, to me, he has no place on a roster. He has zero place on the Boston Bruins roster. Here's I, the thing, though. I mean, who's going to trade for him at this point? No one, and that's your problem. That's your problem. You, you, you. Again, this guy every single year. It, I, I'm on. I'm going to sell like Brian Cashman, who just called out Giancarlo Stanton, and and for right reason, basically saying that Giancarlo Stanton, it, death taxes, and he's going to land on the IL. Matt Grizzlick, death taxes, and he's going to get hurt. It's every single year. 
Now, is he the make or break as to why the Bruins will be successful or unsuccessful? No, but I'm so sick and tired of every single season. This guy makes the roster and he can never play. He's useless. He's as useless as a fucking dick on a chick. I am so all set with Matt Grizzlick. He needs to go away, but he won't. How's that for now? Have you been uh, have you been watching White Chicks again? Yeah, I think we have a separate talk outside of the, the pod with that. But no, never, you know, I've never seen White Chicks before. <laughs> that would that would make this that we definitely need to have a talk after this. Do we have a conversation? <laughs> Wait, I have a question. I have a question for the fellows since we're talking sure. about defensemen and White Chicks. Apparently, um, what is both your thoughts so far on Hampus? He was playing. He's playing 24 minutes a game right now, 24-12. But he only has two two assists, no goals in 14 games. What I is mean, both of your opinions so far? I mean, he's, he's what? No, no. I want you to go because I'm gonna get. I'm getting wound. I'm getting wound up here. That's why I asked the question. Let's get it. Ah, oh, sweet Jesus. I mean, look, I it's not ideal at all whatsoever. It's you know, I hate to see it because I expected more out of him this season. But I mean. It's not like you, he is an absolute necessity on that defense because he's not on that first first pairing. I mean, he's on the second pairing, which is just as important. But, I mean, as long as, to me, I, I know what Chris is going to do here in a second, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. But to me, I mean, as long as he's, you know, on the stat sheet for other stuff, I'm not going to worry as much. Although he is getting paid a shit ton of money. That's that's my only issue is you paid him a shit ton of money and he's not doing anything right now scoring wise. But you know, I I he he'll come he'll come. He's I I'm not too too worried. Chris, I know I know you I know where you're gonna go with this. So I'm gonna give you the floor here before we uh, move on to the next topic. He's he is playing because McAvoy selfishly got suspended. Why is why is why is McAvoy getting a free pass? Why is no one in the media hammering this guy? for missing four games. Why is he getting a free pass? Why is it that the Boston media never, ever, ever comes down on the Jason Tatums, the Raphael Devers, the, there's no one good on the Patriots, so I can't even use one of their players, and now Charlie McAvoy. Why is it that these guys get a free pass when something doesn't go right with that team? He got suspended, stupidly, missed four games, I don't care if it's the beginning of the year, end of the year, middle of the year. It doesn't matter. McAvoy is an assistant captain. He is someone that people were wanting to be a captain and or maybe the future captain. And he sometimes plays with an extreme hothead. And now he's out, missed four games. So now Hampus Lindholm, who's being paid like he should be a number one defenseman, who is not a number one defenseman. He has been the definition of soft since he was acquired by the Ducks. He has been absolutely... Probably will go down, in my opinion, he will be the worst contract that Don Sweeney has ever signed. And he also signed what's his tits that got traded to the to the Ducks. Worse than John Moore? John Moore? Worse than who? But no but, chance in but, hell he's worse. John Moore didn't even you, play. What about Matt Bolesky? Matt Bolesky was pretty bad too. But you were you moved him. You moved him and you and you got Rick Nash in that deal. When you go and give Hampus Lindholm the money that you gave him, a young defenseman to be a cornerstone piece of your team. He's playing the most minutes right now because he's your best defenseman. Because your best defenseman was an idiot and got suspended. And yet no one has the stones 
to call him out for it. And if you do, all the little babies on Twitter get upset <laughs> and then they become the thing that they hate. They don't like bullies. All these people, they don't, they want to, don't go and say bad things. But when you go and attack a player who deserves to be criticized, when Rafael Devers sucked at a point last season, he deserved to be criticized. And when you do, you're the asshole. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, when they, when they struggle, no one gets really on them. McAvoy deserves the heat in this, in this case. Guys are playing longer because he is not in the lineup. You want your answer to Ian Mitchell and, and the other guy? McAvoy being suspended is because of stuff like that. McAvoy played yesterday, though. I understand. But I'm saying, though, in the last four games. He oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm just making he, sure I understood. Guys like Hampus Lindholm are playing the most yeah. minutes or towards the top of the stat sheet because you selfishly were suspended. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't on the podcast for that. uh, Talk about that hit. Yeah, that wasn't, uh, I I don't even think we talked about that that much. Yeah, no, it just, it, it, it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been a hit. I, it was, it was, it was a suspension worthy all the way is what I'm trying to say. It was, I mean, I get it. There's sometimes that there's going to be those borderline hits, right. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's maybe a penalty and, and whatever, and you can arguably argue, but he legitimately did something boneheaded. There were some boneheads on Twitter who were like, oh, no, you can't suspend him for that because you're a homer, right? And you, you'll you never see past that, and you'll be the reason why Boston Sports is going to go back into Loserville. But at the end of the day... My, I'm a little frustrated in general with the defensive side of the hockey bucket points this season, despite their record, because of stupid stuff. And to me, I think Lindholm has been a bust since he's gotten here. Changed my mind. The only way to do that is play better. And when they make the postseason, play in the postseason. Fair enough. Uh, there's another question I want to dive into here, uh, which I'm going to just get... Uh, Chris worked up even more about this, but you know, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's get, let's get that pain, pain out of his head and we'll just uh, get him, get him to go off. Um, I want to, a lot of talk on Twitter the last uh, week and a half of um, trading, uh, trading Linus Allmark. Uh, and uh, he has his last year of his deal, I do believe. Uh, and you're got a, they could. They didn't trade him in the off season due to you know injury and whatever else. Lauded whatever. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the guy that tried to move him. I don't know what they tried to do. Uh, your best chance was probably to move him in the off season. You're probably not going to get anything for him right now. But I want to know. Uh, do you think it's fair this early in the season, Jamie, to be talking about trading one of your 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 Vesna winning goalie from last season? And a guy that is, you know, holding down the fort for you and your other goalie uh, this early in the season. Should, should, should we really be talking about this right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good question. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Ty, Ty Anderson was on Fugger and Matt. It was a fantastic um, argument he had. And I love him so much when he goes on that show and just, uh, he know, just like, he, he, he will roast the shit out of Felger and it is fan-fucking-tastic. Um, he brought up, I mean, he brought up a good point about getting the right value back. I mean, Evan was on the pod last week, and he kind of brought up the same thing that you shouldn't trade Allmark just for the sake of trading him. I feel like kind of those talks have ramped up just because, or that rumors on Twitter so far because of how well Swayman's played. Um, it's probably the best I feel like we've seen Swayman in the NHL. 
uh, I feel like kind of some people are looking at it and saying, all right, do we really need, you know, Allmark if this is how good swimming is becoming and just, you know, um, early on. But I mean, I think Anderson brought up a good point. Don't, you know, broke something. Don't break something that's not fixed or whatever the phrasing is. <laughs> I butchered that so bad. What's the phrasing? Don't break something that isn't fixed. Um, no, it's... um. Don't fix something that ain't broke. Yes. I feel like right now it's, I mean, it's working, right? If I mean, if they get an offer right that blows you away, that you can get the best possible value before he walks, do the trade. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you have these mock trades that are for fucking, you know, Ryan Nugent fucking Hopkins. It's like, what, yeah. what, what, fucking, like, what value is that going to fucking do for you right now? When you have exactly. Matt Patra is doing fine for you. Charlie Coyle is doing fine for you. And you already have a first line center of fucking Pavel Zaka for fuck's sakes. I mean, you're going to Ty said it best. You, you, and you said, you, you re- reiterated, but you got to get a first round out of him. If you're going to trade him, you got to get a first rounder out of him. Yeah, was... For the hop, for the Hopkins people, it's like, yes, it's good. His stats are good, but that's because he plays with the best player in the world. Yeah. I guarantee you, you take him away from McDavid. He's not putting up the same stats. It's like, yeah. And look, they're ass this year anyway. In a top six center, yes, in a heartbeat. If it's but if it's not the right value, there's no. If point you're giving me Leon Drysital straight up for Liam Allmark, then yeah, I'd probably do that. Ryan, is that Hopkins? David? Big oh, yeah. David for Allmark? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair trade. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, let's but go like, because then, like, because then, if you make the same for making it a trade, right? Say, like, this is complete disaster, and this doesn't happen. Swamy gets injured, right? And you've traded and you've traded Allmark for one of these mock Twitter trades just for the sake of doing it. You have Kincaid and you don't get the same the value back. Is. Yeah, and then you're left with no one. So it's kind of like I'm with Anderson and the, with the stake of like, don't make a trade to make a trade. If you get really good value and some team oversells you and gives you something you can't deny, I will help with the packing. Otherwise, keep it as it is right now. Yeah, no, and I, this has nothing to do with the goalie hugs. You know, some people are upset because if they trade him, the goalie hugs would be gone. La da la da. You can pa- you can pass on though. The bros can still hug. We can make yeah. it like a Bruins tradition thing. Yeah, that's all. Missing. Chris just rolled his eyes hard. We all know how Chris feels about this. We're not getting into that aspect of it though, Chris. When I ask you this question, I want nothing said about this. <laughs> I want to know what your take is on what we uh, what Jamie just explained with the whole. It, I, should we really be talking about trading Linus Allmark right now with how well they are doing in net? No. Um, so we talked about last week with Evan, uh, and I asked him, at some point, you can't continue this combination. At some point, you have to break the duo up because financially it doesn't make sense to tie Allmark's $5 million and then whatever you're ultimately going to pay Jeremy Swayman. Let's just call it, for the sake of this argument, the same money as, as Allmark. To pay two goaltenders a total of $10 million, you are not doing – you're doing a disservice to your roster overall. Yeah. Uh, I, and I get it, too. You're going to have extra cap next offseason, so you know maybe you can get away with it one more year. But um, but right now, I don't see one the need to go to make that move. I want – I think you need to see what what the Bruins are actually going to be. Let's see what this team is like come January. You know, let's get another full month of hockey under our belts. Let's see where that team is then. January comes around, maybe like the second week, you're going to kind of really have an idea of what your roster is going to look like. 
Now, I'm not going to not trade Allmark because I'm going to be afraid of a Jeremy Swayman injury. But if you're offered something and you can't refuse and Allmark, I know he's got that weird like provision or whatever with where he could potentially go. 16 team, no trade clause, or he can't go to half the teams in the league. I, I don't know what's all, who's on that list. Yeah. No idea. I just but know it's 16 teams. I would say one, this conversation is a byproduct of stupid fan websites who generate content and buzz off of the most ridiculous and erroneous trades. And, you know, it's funny. I had a, in a friend group text chat that we have. One of them sent a message saying there's a legit offer. And I immediately, I put, I put LOL. That was my response back because it wasn't a legit offer. And also if you think that Nugent Hopkins is going to be the same exact player, well, I don't want to hear, Oh, you had a hundred plus points last season. Yeah. Well, Connor McDavid isn't going to be on the Boston Bruins. All right. There is not wow. a set on this team that is going to feed him the puck to get a hundred plus points. He will come right down to earth. I, I bet you that he will be, he'll be, he would be better than Zaka. He would be better than Charlie Coyle, but how much better is he a 75 point player? Not in Edmonton. You know what I mean? Like what exactly is he? So I think the, at the end of the day, all kidding aside, I know I've got worked up on a few different topics and, you know, through some shade jokes here or there. But I think in this case, I don't really see the need for making a trade. If you're trading Allmark and you're a fan that wants Allmark traded, you're doing it because you just want to make a trade. You want that satisfaction of being, well, my team made a deal. I Ride it out. Ride it out. And if and if you go into the postseason and you have the two goaltenders, the time to do it, guys, is next next summer. See what you ultimately have with Swain, with with Swayman. Can Swayman put up back to back solid years? He's going to get the extension. Yeah. So, you know, and if you got the money to do it, do it. And unless a deal comes through that's going to greatly benefit this team, you know, I would say you got to think about it. But I, I mean, what are what are we really realistically talking about? I, I think it's fantasy line if we think that NHL. You know, a 2000, uh, you know, an NHL 24 trade is going to happen and you're going to be able to make a crazy wild move and get a first rounder and a, and a key player. That's just, I'm sorry, but this isn't fantasy hockey. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think it's egregious that it's even being talked about. And it, I, well, once again, I'll reiterate Ty Anderson did a fantastic job on Felger Mass. Uh, he took, he took a lot of shit on that show. He took a lot of shit and yeah. he, well, it's unfortunate though that's been the MOS of late, and I haven't listened to them recently. And I, I you know, I'll admit, like I do like their show, right? Um, out of all of the radio shows in Boston, if I was, and I'm not gonna go give you my like full rankings, but I, I will, I'll watch Felgrim as typically, um, but I can't lately, and it's yeah. everything. You know, like New England Patriots football is bad, right? The yeah. Red Sox were bad. So we know they were, and we know that they're bad. We know that there needs to be a head coaching change, right? Yeah. We know that Mac Jones is not the quarterback. Well, maybe, maybe one of us, the host, is very Mac Jones. Uh, uh, I'm no longer Mac Jones. You know this. Thank you very much. Kidding aside, all kidding aside. But at the end of the day, they are already negative as it is. But now it's just like times the nth degree. Now it's like, how can we continue to rattle the cage? You know what I mean? Like, are ratings, like, are you fighting for ratings that bad? I don't think you are. You know what I mean? I, they I, are. She's in the ratings. They're well and be ahead of every single other station and show. I, mean, I look at it from this perspective. Right now, I feel as if fans 
are thirsty for baseball news. And it is, it's even out, even Red Sox fans outside of Boston. I have not seen uh, baseball social media the way that it's been the last couple of years. Maybe we've just been drowned out by the noise of Heim Bloom for the last couple of years and the Red Sox interest Kings and all that other stuff. But it does so much interest. And I feel like right now in this area, there is so much interest in sports, good and or bad that these guys are continuing to take it to that next level to see how much worse they can actually make the scenarios. And I get it. Like, I understand Allmark is their probably number one trade chip, but at the end of the day, you like your their motives to move him are not to make the broom. Their motives to move them is yeah. so that way there's a few more bucks going into the, you know, the cookie jar because of the ratings. And yeah, no it, it makes sense. That's that's the biggest thing with Felger Matt. They were they were basically saying trade Olmark for nothing. You know, just yeah. just just move him to free up money. And it's like like what's that money gonna go towards? Like what what do you, what are you gonna do with that money in the season? Like we can go I mean? f- get fucking Patrick Kane who's washed up and a piece of shit. No, I mean yeah. so but okay, let's just say for devil's advocate, right? Let's just say the Bruins traded Olmark and they grabbed the one that they were to get. Let's say they got that stupid trade. That that trade with Edmonton, they do that, right? How much better are the Bruins right now? Is 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 offensive scoring an issue? No. Not putting the puck in the net? The power play is the biggest issue. The power play yeah. is the biggest issue. Correct. The power play is the biggest issue. I know we've, we've harped on the seventh defenseman. If the seventh defenseman is the conversation that a lot of people are- You got no issues at that point. They don't have, yeah, do they have some holes? They got some holes. Absolutely. They don't have a number one center. And and you know, hey, oh, oh, don't be disrespecting my boy Zaka like that. No, I think Zaka's had a yeah, come on now. I think Zaka's had a great year. <laughs> what four goals? He had a goal the other night. Yeah, he's had a really solid season. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, you, you, you still had, need a one C at the end of the yeah. So if you were roster building, you would feel a hell of a lot more comfortable with Zaka at your second, probably on your second line. Patra on your third. You know what I mean? And maybe and then Coil, or, or you can <laughs> wherever. Kick, or you could kick Zaka onto the wing or whatever, and maybe yeah. you have problems. So that, in in a perfect world, but to me, if I'm going to do anything, if I'm Don Sweeney, I'm going to look to see how I can continue to solidify the defense. And again, no bashing aside, I'm gonna I'll do this super objectively. We already lost Grizzly, right? With an injury, he's yeah. going to come back. You're going to lose other guys. It's just what happens in hockey. You know what I mean? You're going to get banged up. You get nicked up in the corner. A guy gets a lower body injury. They're going to miss three weeks. You already lost Luchich for a little bit of time. Like you're going to lose players. I would look to see how I can I would continue to shore up that defense, and I would look for someone who is who is solid <clears throat> when it comes to the penalty kill. And I would emphasize from the top down to the coaching staff. Keep these guys out of the box. I don't need to trade Linus Allmark right now. I don't think there's one player that's going to ultimately put you over the top. Now, this, <clears throat> yeah. Now, I agree. Uh, so uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, we'll go over the next couple of games. Uh, they play the Sabers. Uh, we won't go. We won't do the Sabers game because they'll be the by the time the podcast drops, they'll be playing the day of. So uh, on two games this week, Bruins win, Bruins win that game. Sabres, okay. Jamie Sabres game, what do you got? Yeah, yeah, some wins. Feeling a four one, four one win. Four one. Patrick gets back on the board. Patois. Yes. Massive Every win. time he scores now, that's what's coming out on Twitter. 
I still I still haven't because you know I post I post nicknames with like capital letters and do the goal thing on. I still haven't really figured one out for right now I'm doing Potsy. But those, those tweets deserve more attention. You have some good nicknames, side fact. Just yeah. Yeah, Rand Ream is my favorite one right now. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just it's simple. It's just simple. Uh, yeah, I haven't figured one out really for Potter yet, but we will. Uh we got so we got Two games between, uh, we got technically one game be- before our next recording, and then we have a game on the day of our recording. Uh, we got the Canadians coming to uh, Boston for a game, and then Boston heads to Tampa to face the Lightning for a game for the first time this season. Uh, so, uh, we already have uh, Bruins one and zero to start with the Sabers. Uh, Jamie, what say you on Canadians and Lightning? I think they beat Montreal. I'll give them that win. What, what, I need to know. I what think the they beat Tampa. Was. I don't. You, you that okay over there? <laughs> that, was, that was me. That was, that was me processing. That, um, that was... I, think they beat, I think they beat Tampa too. I feel like the Lightning haven't been as good. Um, oh, they don't have Vasilevsky either right now. So. Vasilevsky. So I'm feeling a three, you know. Stretch. I still bounce back after a loss against Montreal. Yeah, you know, maybe some more hat tricks. Maybe, you know, Pashnak gets a hattie. Ooh. You know, see. Yeah, Pashnak's been playing on another level right now. That's something else we got to get into probably next week. Uh, Chris, what say you? Um, Go through the order again. Who's first? Uh, it's So we already did the, did the Sabres. So it'll be Canadians and then the Lightning. Canadians are in Boston. I mean, that was a, that was a gritty game. Um up in Montreal. I think it's going to be another, you know, probably back and forth little battle. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to say the Bruins are going to sneak it out, but it's going to be, it's going to be a, a back and forth, probably like a two, one, three, two, four, three type game. It's going to be a one goal game is probably what I should have just said. Um, <laughs> four, five, four, you, you know, no, that's well, six, five. What about that time we played the Sanders last year and lost eight to six? No, I don't <laughs> battles. Um, and then um, Tampa Bay, it just we've been playing Tampa well. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two and zero um, over the course of that stretch. But if they went one and one and they lost to Montreal, and we recap it next week, uh, I'm not gonna be ultimately shocked because I've been a little high on the Canadians. I I said it in our preseason uh, podcast. I thought the Canadians were better. I don't think they're better than your Boston Bruins, but I think that they are better. Um, I think they're building something on you know. They're building something that I think it will be more sustainable than what they're doing in Buffalo. No, I agree. I I, I have them going a three now over this three game stretch. I'll, I'll take I'll take the beat the Sabers too. But no, I'll yeah, I'll whack them tonight or tomorrow night. I say I hope they're not playing tonight. That'll be how do we do this whole podcast? If that's the case, God damn. Um, no, but anyway, yeah, no, that uh, but should be an interesting week. See what's ahead. Uh, see what uh, the old media media heads are saying now that uh, they no longer want to talk about the Patriots and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Either way, this has been yet another episode of uh, Shorthand Takes a Boston Bruins podcast. I'm Jeff Hoke. That's Jamie Gallen. That's Chris Henrique. Uh, we are also brought to you by Beyond the Monster, and we will see you all next week for yet another episode.